0: Welcome to Clarified Butter, the podcast about meals, memories, and milk fats. I'm your host, Amy Allen, but I'm no longer going to be your only host. I'm going to be joined by the wonderful Whitney Jewett. She is going to be the new co-host of Clarified Butter, along with our new producer, Jess Bowers, who's joining current producer, Ashley Melzer. Uh, we're going to be shaking things up a little bit. We're heading into a new phase of this podcast where Whitney and I will sit down and have a conversation about new topics every week. This is still a podcast about food and how it touches every part of our lives. So no matter what we're talking about, we're going to be coming at it through the lens of food and storytelling. I wanted y'all to get to know Whitney a little bit before this gets started. So in this episode, I'm interviewing her, and I can't wait for you to get to know her better. Whitney is amazing. She She's a native of New Hampshire. She's in an all-girls metal band that describes themselves as hard-care metallic. They're called Gown. Look them up. And... Uh, She is also, I think, the person in my life who I would be least surprised to figure out she had actual, real, magical powers. Join us for this conversation, get to know Whitney a little better, and keep an eye out for what's to come. So, Whitney, um, you've worked in the food service a lot, right? Yes. Well,
1: I've worked. I worked for a long time at one place. Okay. It was my only
0: food service job. At mm-hmm. Kitchen and Chapel Hill, North Carolina? That is correct. That's where you worked when I met you, and I paid attention like a good citizen oh of gosh, the world. <laughs> so you knew this was going to happen. Uh-huh. You're just putting in your so, bonnet. So that was your first ever
1: food service yeah. industry job. Yeah. Um, I worked in retail for mm-hmm. a long time, like at locally owned boutiques in northern New Hampshire, And when I moved down here to North Carolina, you know, I was still in college. I was, like, here for the summer. And um, my sister, growing up, always waited tables. Mm -hmm. She was really good at it. And I was like, I don't want to work at a retail store. I think I could do something else. I think I could wait tables, Mm -hmm. you know. And this restaurant had just opened up. And, um, yeah, I went in to eat there and mentioned that I – you know, was looking for a job, but, you know, they didn't say anything. And then later I saw they had an advertisement on Craigslist. Oh, yeah. And went in, and I didn't have any experience. I was worried that I, you know, wouldn't get the job. But they preferred people to not have experience, really? actually. Yeah, they um really, they look for people who have a college education and <laughs> haven't really worked a lot in the service industry, just so they could kind of, like, mold you in a way, or, like, mm-hmm. so you don't have any uh, certain habits that, you know, wouldn't work with them. So they were happy to have me. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, great. That's great. Um, Yeah. How long did you work there? I worked there on and off for
0: five years, five and a half
1: years. Wow.
0: Yeah. That is longer than I've ever had any job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a flighty millennial. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am
1: too. That's why I'm like, sometimes I host there just, you know, once in a <laughs> couple weeks and Sue asks me to. Um. Yeah, and the owners are husband and wife, mm-hmm. and she's the host, and he's the head chef.
0: Oh, romance! Yeah. Um, do you like that environment? Do you like like the crazy food? Do you like like a dinner rush and all the?
1: Yeah, I. Um, it worked. It actually works really well for me because I grew up in the theater, mm-hmm. doing theater, and when I started. Waiting tables, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is just like the theater." Like for Mm -hmm. any, and so I can understand why. I mean, I understand actors have usually work in the service industry because of their time, you know, their scheduling with auditions, but also like being out on the floor waiting on people is like putting on a show, Mm -hmm. and you going back backstage to the kitchen, you know, is. Just, like, the so that's the where, chaos. like, the more important, you know, people are. <laughs> yeah. Like, doing all who are of the really hard the work. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. And, you're, and you're, you know, this liaison between the front of the house and the back of the house. Mm-hmm. And when you go out to the front of the house, you have to basically act like nothing's wrong. You know, nothing's mm-hmm. going on back there. There's, you know, there's just a curtain there. There's nothing going on Oh, the
0: I am familiar with that. Yeah, and <laughs>
1: just keep your calm and, like, <laughs> be able to multitask. And, um, yeah, so it actually mm-hmm. works really well with my personality.
0: I wish I had felt that way when I worked. Uh I worked at a sandwich shop around.
1: Yeah. Here. What did you more like, doing?
0: I was like it's sandwich girl. Cool. I like like I wasn't I it's not exactly waiting tables because they ordered at the counter. You know, they walk mm-hmm. up and order at the counter, but I took orders and then I ran food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's Basically a waiter. I just wasn't waiting on particular tables. You know, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. It was a ha- sandwich hander offer, but mm. all, they also did like full cooked breakfast. They had a real kitchen and like did full brunch and mm. s- served mm-hmm. like nice food. It was kind of an expensive place. It was right. Foster's Market. Why am I beating around oh, the bush just because I, I didn't well, like working there? Right
1: next to Foster. yeah. Well, well it's, it's the, the now other the one. Roots but, yeah. Oh, the one.
0: In the term. Original, term. original one in Durham, mm-hmm. but. The, I It didn't suit my personality, mm-hmm. I think, like it did yours, and I wanted it to. I wanted mm-hmm. to be like, oh, I'm social, and I love chatting with all these different people all mm-hmm. day. I miss that now that I work in an office, but I got so tired, like mm. more tired than oh, I've yeah. ever been. dealing. It and is. I hated people.
1: <laughs> yeah, you do? <laughs> well, I feel like you've reached... I think everyone reaches that point.
0: Yeah. And I think... Just pure disdain yeah. for humanity. And, and
1: you meet the service, you know, folks, and, like, I love yeah. them all. Just uh, real sassy. Well, I love them all. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I love them. Um, but, yeah, that have reached that point and, like, can't see any good in it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're just totally jaded, completely jaded. And Yeah. Um, but I think you all... I don't know. I think I had the experience, at least, where... I'd have these regulars that would come in mm-hmm. and, you know, I would just love when they would mm-hmm. come in. I loved waiting on them. They're just nice people. And when you – it's just so great to, like, wait on people who see you as another human being on this earth that's interesting and has, you know, yeah. facets to them. And instead of, like, going out and having people treat you like – sugar honey iced tea you know because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know no one's no one deserves that <laughs>
0: I think I, I think you get less of that at a job like I had I think it mm-hmm. exists especially for people who work there mm-hmm. for a really long time and the same people come for coffee every day
1: mm-hmm. or whatever
0: but because there's always a line forming behind people mm. you can't like
1: oh yeah shoot there's the definitely shit like that sense of like we need this table. Yeah, like
0: and, let's yeah. move along. <laughs> let's uh. turn,
1: turn and burn, my friends. <laughs> yeah, and it's a small restaurant too, so there's definitely yeah that and um, yeah. But yeah, working there was great experience, and mm-hmm. it's interesting. My uh, my job now. When I applied, she when she read that my boss read that I worked at um, as a server. She was like, oh, that was like a great thing for. Her. She's like, oh, I know she can multitask and like you know be able to do lots of different things. So. Mm-hmm. It's helpful. It's a great experience. I think mm-hmm. I think everyone honestly should uh, I, I work agree. in the service industry for a little bit, just so we can get yeah. a little perspective.
0: I I definitely agree with that. I think it changes the way you interact with any of those spaces when you realize the other human beings on the. On the other side, yeah. and what their day is like, yeah. and like how complicated all of those places really are. Like when they tell you your food's gonna be out in ten minutes, the kitchen's probably underestimating so they don't get yelled at, and then they're coming out and they probably <laughs> mean fifteen minutes, maybe twenty, and just like sit tight and you'll eat something, yeah, and they will be nicer to you if you're nicer to them. Right. <laughs> like I, I remember I would just get so brain dead from talking to so many people, and especially when people were irritated with me, but I was Mm. determined to be like the positive, friendly person no matter what. Mm -hmm. And so eventually I realized that what I did was just say absolutely to everyone (laughs) in a really perky, fake voice. Can you do it? Yeah, I'd say, absolutely. Like, (laughs) do you want a cookie? Absolutely. Coffee? Absolutely. Vanilla? Absolutely. Yeah, everyone like,
1: picks up their um their script of, like, the things that you say, for sure. Uh-huh. And it's interesting when you're saying that. I'm, like, I'm thinking about you behind a counter. And one <laughs> thing that you didn't have that I had was I could just walk away and be, like, oh, no. okay, I'll be back. And then just, like, walk away. But you mm-hmm. had to stay there. While
0: yeah, if they're talking, you just have to respond. And it's, like, oh, it's a beautiful day outside. Absolutely. <laughs> it works almost as a response to anything. Yeah. But I would find myself doing that and after a while I'd realize like oh no like yeah. my brain isn't even here anymore <laughs> yeah. um, but my feet certainly are that was the other thing uh-huh. I got crabby about I have super flat feet yeah
1: and, uh, shin
0: splints not shin splints like back pain and hip pain it's pretty cute in mm. a 22 mm. year old when you're like having <laughs> lots of aches and pains I'm not 22 now but I was. Always, that's My parents always told me that's why I couldn't go into the military. Not that I was interested. <laughs> not at all.
1: <laughs> but Don't like, even think about it, Amy.
0: I've got those flat feet, so that'll rule <laughs> you right out of the draft. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's also why working, uh, standing on my feet for eight hours a day, whether oh, yeah. it was a coffee shop or a fabric factory, both of those ended up really... Not being great for my body. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the dance goes. I, yeah.
0: I have worn out some dance goes. Yeah. That's a real cute look. One of my favorite tweets ever. I feel like I have to credit it since it's going out into the universe. It's from Paula Pell. Mm-hmm. And she went through the like, uh, like, Sing like nobody's listening. Dance like nobody's watching. <laughs> yeah. Those, all those, and then the final tweet was: "Flirt like you're not wearing clogs." <laughs> That's good. Uh, okay. Would that I could.
1: Yeah, I wear my dance goes, but I feel like they're like I feel like a Powerpuff Girl when I wear them. Like I feel oh. like I get very like cartoon feet when I wear my uh-huh. dance goes, so it makes me feel kind of
0: cool. That's a nice thought. Yeah. I wish I did that. <laughs> I'll do it now. I'm
1: doing it right now.
0: Um, actually, this is, um, a good transition that one of the first people I saw wearing dance coats was one of my first friends from New England mm. that I met okay. at the folk school that I worked at, the John C. Campbell Folk School that up in the mountains. right. Yep. I find that, um, that, uh, Western North Carolina and New England have a lot in common. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I've never been to New England, but that's mm. where you're from. Mm-hmm. You said you moved down here in college?
1: Yeah, I moved down here about, yeah, seven years ago that I moved down here. Well, I visited down here. Mm -hmm. I met a beau in college, and I went to school in Boston
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, in Cambridge at Leslie College. And um, the person I met was from this area or lived in this area, and I visited – in the summertime, and I just, like, fell in love with the area and, and the person as well and um, moved down here, um, and I took a year off of college, um, or a semester, rather, because um, my, my mom was sick, and um, I stayed down here, and just, like, I just loved it. And loved the people, and um, I was coming from Boston too, which is like um, not my favorite city. <laughs> and of course, I went to school. I went to school in Cambridge. I will say so. Mm-hmm. I really love Cambridge, but um, it's just kind of a cold city, literally, and like the people are cold. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're on the T, which is the train.
0: Oh, thanks. Um, I didn't know. Train. We don't have much public <laughs> transportation around here.
1: <laughs> but there they call it the tea, but it's, um, you know, people are just don't talk to each other and, like, it's not very nice. And I'm from a small town um, mm-hmm. from Littleton, New Hampshire. And
0: L- literally little literally town. It literally
1: has little, yeah, it's a little town. And everyone's just very kind to each other and, you know, waves on the street and, you know, everyone knows everybody's business. Yeah, but when I moved down here, I realized... Right everyone was so nice and warm, even though we were like near the city. It wasn't like a small town. It was, you know, it's um outside of Durham and we're, you know, Chapel Hill is its own like big town in a way. Mm-hmm. Um and it was that small town feeling though. And but just there was more accessibility to art and culture and things going right. on. You could go to the city or, you know, be in trouble and there are I things that, happening.
0: I feel that about the triangle a lot is that if mm-hmm. you can, if you put it all together, it's like one big city and you can get most of the things you would get in a big city. Yeah, yeah. But separate it out and it's like a big, a, a sizable city, a medium, hip town and like a college town and then Carver is this weird like addendum Village, this weird like little like skin tag on chapel hill <laughs> that sounds super negative tag. and gross but it's a lovely lovely place um but it's this odd like you can get and there's like countryside and there's theaters and mm-hmm. there's music and there's comedy and but you can get to most of it within 45 minutes, which yeah. is about as long as it takes you to get across a major city I, I, anyway. Yeah. Not that everyone should move here or whatever, but...
1: It's really, actually, it smells terrible. <laughs> That's what they don't tell you. <laughs> it smells
0: really bad. Um. So Ooh. did you find that they're... Not just... I know that the food is different and... Mm like new hampshire and north carolina but do you think that the way that people um behave around food or serve food or share food is different are there Mm.
1: yeah um there's so much more of a culture around food um in the south like learning about pork (laughs) In like the different areas of North Carolina and how they do their barbecue differently. Like, just learning that was amazing. Actually, Mm -hmm. one of the first things I remember um, encountering was my friend. uh, It was, yeah, my friend making coleslaw. And I was like, oh, I hate coleslaw. Mm -hmm. Because up north, we just have mayonnaise based coleslaw. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, No, it's vinegar based and I'm putting like spice in it. I was like, oh, that actually sounds like really delicious and something that I would like. And he made it and I tried it and I loved it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I never knew that I actually love coleslaw. I've just been eating this like, you know, terrible mayonnaise based that's been in a package for a few days. You know, stuff that you buy at the store. It's Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just it's terrible. (laughs) If you go up north and they ask if you want a side of coleslaw, don't get it. Don't get it. You're not going to get it. What should I get? Um, maple syrup. No, well, yeah, I know that. <laughs> um, oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, we have great cheese. Mm-hmm. I mean, the cheese is just mm-hmm.
0: the best.
1: Um,
0: that Vermont cheddar.
1: Oh yeah, um, <laughs> and goat cheese. There's a lot of great yeah. goat, goat farming, like a lot of goat cheese up goat there. Goat
0: cheese
1: too. is that's my delicious. favorite cheese. Yeah, mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. put it on everything. You. Yeah, that's so good. But um, yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting. You talk about the um, culture around food or how people behave around food because it's. Um, it is different. People gather more here, I feel, and have, like, events. I mean, I guess we would have barbecues. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: By which you mean cookout. Yeah,
1: or a cookout. Sorry.
0: <laughs> a barbecue is a different thing. You can tell
1: I'm a Yankee. <laughs> still damn Yankee. Um, even after seven years. um, Yeah, but it, it, is, it is much different. And, like, collards, learning about collards. Also... The other thing that when I moved down here and I discovered that I freaked out about, and it's one of those foods that you're like, why hasn't this existed in
0: my whole life? Uh-huh. It's pimento cheese. I know. I, I love know. pimento cheese. It's so we good. don't have that and up that, north. That's like mayonnaise-based cheese slaw. It's so good. <laughs>
1: It's, but, like, we, like, I did not know what that was at all before I, I moved down here.
0: It It is funny because it's, like, it's not totally dissimilar from, like, pub cheese. Mm-hmm. And, like, there are things that you can compare it to, but they don't, I don't think people can understand until they have, like, they have it on a cracker in yeah. their face. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah totally.
0: Um, and pimento cheese, actually, it's funny because two of my very, very favorite foods, bar none, are Eastern North Carolina style barbecue mm. and pimento cheese. I would eat them together, but separately. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, don't, mm-hmm. that's not like a dish. The same plate. <laughs> but um, both of those foods were foods I wouldn't eat for most of my childhood because I thought they just looked gross. Mm, Something yeah, about their yeah. like chopped up togetherness mm-hmm. and just i wasn't sure about mayonnaise i wasn't sure about the little red dots in the pimento cheese which are the yeah, yeah. but i and i the vinegar for the barbecue which is mm. eastern north carolina style barbecue is a purely vinegar best. based sauce
1: where i really enjoy that's my that's my favorite that's personally. my
0: favorite too western north carolina barbecue you inter- introduce a little uh tomato into the sauce uh I think if you go further west into mm-hmm. Tennessee, you get into really, really, Rillo. really <laughs> tomatoey sauces, like barbecue sauce, like that brown sauce. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's the same in Texas. I think Alabama has a weird mayonnaise thing going on. Yeah, Somewhere I was has like, Somewhere mustard. mean
1: that.
0: South so Carolina bad. maybe has mustard. Somewhere has mustard. I don't know. But what I care about is North Carolina, and what I really care about is <laughs> Eastern North Carolina. And I love vinegar, but yeah. I think when I was young, that was t- it was too strong. I could
1: see that. I think that happens to the... I feel like a lot of kids have that aversion to, like, certain pickles or Yeah, pickle I didn't eat and- pickles for a long Whereas time. Whereas I was the opposite. Really? I love all that.
0: Uh-huh. Did you... Stiff. So, it's funny... That the girl I brought up, who was my first friend from New England, mm-hmm. she was like a Western Massachusetts sort of oh, yeah. hipster hippie. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, she, uh, I met her at this folk school up in the mountains, and we had to introduce ourselves with something um, uh, interesting about us. And I think I mentioned that my my interesting fact is always that in high school I drove a Astro van that looked like a watermelon. Oh, my God, cool. And if anybody wants to see it, they can just Google watermelon van and scroll past the shoes and the images page. And the first van you see, first Astro van you see, is my uh, my car that I drove my senior year of high school. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. My... um. Uh, My dad had this big white Astro van Uh that he got in, like, 1987 or something. It was, I think, the first car he bought new because he had a child and also was in a band and Mm. needed something for both. That was good for both. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then when my brother got into high school, it was handed down to him. And then when I got into high school, it was handed down to me. And by then, it was older than I was. And rusty and white and like rickety and all these quirks I could go on for a long time about how but every time you turn the windshield wipers would go and the radio only worked if you shoved a pencil in it and the <laughs> headlight was held in with duct tape and the ceiling was held up with bars of wood and like, it was a lot. And it was that pain was,
1: like a watermelon. And
0: the back seats were gone because my brother was in college using them as his living room furniture. <laughs> so it was just two front seats and a big empty back, yeah. Which makes you look real sketchy. Um... And so that's what I drove my junior year of high school. In the summer between junior and senior year, my brother and his girlfriend took it to the beach and were living out of a sailboat. So they were also living out of a van because a sailboat doesn't hold a lot of stuff. (laughs) And the restaurant where my brother's girlfriend worked was called the Flying Melon. Mm -hmm. And she called me and she's like, Amy, how would you feel if I used your van as the float for the Fourth of July parade on Ocracoke Island, that's where this restaurant is. It's still there, and it's great. Oh, and I was like, "That's melon. fine." And she was like, "Well, to do it, we would paint it like a watermelon." And I had been talking; I'd like already covered it with really cringy bumper stickers. Oh, nice! Like, like very what? like hippie. Like it'll be a great day when um, education has all the money it needs, and the army has to have a A bake bake sale sale. to buy their bombs like that kind of bumper sticker that's who I was I wore a lot of floor wing skirts um, and tie-dye in high school
1: We would have been great friends
0: (laughs) um and uh I and so I was like yeah I sure I like watermelon which is also funny because that's another food (laughs) I hated when I was little and then love I love it now (laughs) <laughs> but she was like, "I'm gonna paint it like a watermelon." So she spray painted like, it. Yeah,
1: I like okay watermelon to look cool. like a huge sure, watermelon. I'll drive
0: that around. Yeah, and it was amazing <laughs> and beautiful. And everybody knew where I was all the time. And everybody gave me friendly waves. No one does that now when I drive around. Um, Highly recommend driving a car that looks like fruit. Um, but if
1: you Google it, I can but you if scroll you Google down. it,
0: Google Image Watermelon Van. And there it is. And you'll mm. see it. I'm going to do that right after this interview. You should. It's beautiful. Okay, great. Um, but, so I, I told that story because that's my interesting fact. And this girl, Sadie, was like, um, oh, I'm Sadie. I'm from Massachusetts, and I'm really into um, fermenting and fermented foods. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I, I did not know what that meant. I had not heard of – I was, like, still in college. I hadn't heard of kombucha yet. Mm-hmm. Or, or anything. She is who I learned the term gut flora from. Oh, yeah. And she talked a lot about yogurt. She talked a nice. lot about sauerkraut.
1: Yeah. Probiotics. And really, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> really op- opened my eyes. And that's what I associate with um, New England food <laughs> culture now. <laughs> <'Cause>,
1: <laughs> <That's cute. laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is funny because my, you know, one of my moms, it's funny, earlier in the day I was thinking about like food and growing up with it and i was like i feel like i never saw my mom eat
0: really because
1: it was she'd always like make me something so i could like leave the house really quickly because i always had like dance you know dance to go to or play rehearsal or like you know Arts so, like all these mm-hmm. different things that were going to so I was like eating quickly and I feel like I never saw my mom cook <laughs> for her, or like eat for herself. Uh-huh. Um Single mom. Um, but I, we would like snack on weird things like my mom loved anchovies and would just uh. like open the tin you know and mm-hmm. like eat them and I was like Ants yeah, so <laughs> um, But we would snack on, we get the huge jars of pepperoncinis mm. and we just like sit in the kitchen and like or rather, we'd stand and we'd just like take them out of the jar and eat them together, and like, and they're spicy but not too spicy. Mm-hmm. They're like mostly um, sour. Yeah, tart and, like, and like, m- like my mom and I. I mean, I love spicy food. I think it's because my mom. She probably ate it when I was in the womb. But <laughs> my we mom would just ate like sit there snacking beef.
0: on. <laughs> 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 it explains a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just snack on. Snack on pepperonis. Mm-hmm. Because you're tart and spicy, and mm-hmm. I'm roasty and dick. Mm. <laughs> In like <laughs> yeah. a spiritual Together. way. In a spiritual mm. way. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant. Um, That's
1: it. That's um, the van. We're looking at the van. Oh my god, it's van. amazing. Even has red hubcaps. I know,
0: yeah, she outlined the windows and the hubcaps in red and put little black seeds in it and then did the greener, lighter green stripes. It's an amazing job. No, they did it with spray cans. Spray paint, oh, nice. Yeah.
1: It looks great. Imagine young Amy just
0: cruising around that bad boy i can
1: i miss it it.
0: i love it my dad gave it away to the guy that sells watermelons at the greensburn winston salem farmers market because it was too dangerous for him to let me drive because the steering wheel was just sort of floating in the dash (laughs) (laughs) and like the seatbelts didn't really work Uh uh um and it was held together by duct tape but i have had i In the years since then, had friends send me pictures that it's, like, still out in the world being driven around. Oh, yeah, still being used. Yeah. Great. Um, One thing that I always like to talk to people about um, in these interviews that I've done is uh, what food that they make for themselves when no one is Mm. around, when they have a night to themselves, when they only have themselves to please. And I remember one time you told me. You were spending Thanksgiving alone mm-hmm. and making yourself a real Thanksgiving dinner. Oh yeah, totally by yourself, which I think is amazing. <laughs> and I feel like I wouldn't even think to, I would be like, I guess I might make a turkey sandwich. I would be yeah. so pitiful about it.
1: No, yeah, I just make like a mini Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, it's great. Um, but I don't make a whole turkey. Mm-hmm. Well, I should say that I was vegetarian for ten years. Yeah, and only. Started eating uh, meat again about a year ago. Actually,
0: in May. It was What's in May there a, a, some sort of epiphany that led to that?
1: Well, I feel like that could be a whole nother.
0: Oh yeah. Thing. We We, we, we can, can really get into that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we might. Uh, that'll be a future episode. It's just meat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, meat. Uh huh.
1: Meet your meat. Um, that's the <laughs> video though that I watched that made me vegetarian. Didn't make me, but oh I like, it's like this pita video that my friend grace and mm-hmm. it was when i was 18 mm-hmm. and um we're i'm like at her house and we're like about to eat dinner like dad's cooking dinner she's like hey d- hey before dinner do you want to watch this pita video oh god <laughs> no it was right after she goes hey right after dinner do you want to watch this pita video and i was like yeah sure She's like okay cool And then we eat dinner, and I remember, (laughs) I remember exactly what we ate. We had broccoli, Uh rice, and chicken. That's what we had. Uh And then afterwards, we watched this peanut video, and she's like, yeah, it's called Meet Your Meat. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then we watched it, and afterwards, I was like, I can never (laughs) eat meat again. Oh, no. Like, I was like, I can't do it. And, like, I hung out with her. I remember, like, the next day, it was, like, her winter break or something, and... Mm -hmm. I took the year off after high school, so I was just working. And we ordered Chinese food, and they wanted to get like beef teriyaki. Mm-hmm. And then we had all this food, and I was like, "Oh, let's get some veggie lo mein too." And like we got all that. And they went and then I was like, "I can't eat the beef. I can't eat the beef. I'm just gonna eat this veggie teriyaki and like judge you two while you eat it." <laughs> Uh, yeah,
0: but food inc almost no. did that to me. We mm-hmm. watched it in college yeah. in my class, and um, and it's rough stuff. It did make me uh swear off Smithfield, which is a North Carolina company. Smithfield uh, pork products is, mm-hmm. I think, the largest pork processing organization, maybe in the world. Yeah, and Smithfield's wow. a town in North Carolina, and the, the the picture they painted was a bleak one, yeah. um, in Food Inc. And I cannot bring myself to buy their products anymore. Mm. Um, but I, I've ne- I was I was raised by my I feel like my dad. I mean, he's really good at cooking meat. He's good at cooking in general, mm-hmm. but I feel like just his love of it, mm. though just like. The way it was in our household. Like, my my mom would give my brother a pound of bacon on Christmas as a present. Like, before bacon was a thing. I mean, bacon has always been a always thing. Been yeah. Bacon has always been a thing. But I feel like there's a point where it became this trendy, like, meme. Mm-hmm. But this is like in Sexy 1993. <laughs> my mom's just... My brother loved bacon so much. Yeah, before bacon
1: was sexy.
0: Yeah, he was like seven years old, and (laughs) she's just just giving him a pound of bacon for Christmas, and to make things even, she would give me a pound of sausage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My mom would give my stepbrother those gallon jugs of Kikoman soy sauce for
0: Christmas. Oh, nice. Yeah. My brother got three (laughs) huge things of uh, sriracha a couple Christmases ago, like, three different parental figures games. <laughs> I have a lot of parental figures in my life. That's a whole other. Th- similar to you eating <laughs> yeah, so me. That's a... Take
1: a, note, make a we'll
0: note. do a graph sometime. Make <laughs> a map like yeah. a tree and you can figure out all the adults who give me presents. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. Um, he got a lot of sriracha. <laughs> and I think he ate it all before the next Christmas. Oh wow. Well good for him. You know? Um.
1: um I, yeah, well, my tiny Thanksgiving meal. Yes,
0: we got so, distracted.
1: Yeah, and in my job, I have to work um, Thanksgiving Eve to set up the holidays. Mm-hmm,
0: because you work at Nordstrom. Because I
1: work at Nordstrom, which is a big, fancy
0: store. And you set up the beautiful displays.
1: Mm-hmm, I'm a visual merchandiser, so mm-hmm. um, I help... Yeah, we decorate the whole store, but Nordstrom has this, um, you know, policy where they only celebrate one holiday at a time. So, if you go into Nordstrom, you know, the day before Thanksgiving, um, everything will look pretty much the same. Uh, There might be, you know, a a few trimmings, nothing really noticeable. But Mm -hmm. then, if you go in on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, like. The holidays have thrown up everywhere. Uh It's like that
0: scene in Love Actually where they come down and it's a big Christmas tree and it's like 13 weeks till Christmas and you're like, that's September. (laughs) It's too much. (laughs) It's too much. Yeah, let's respect
1: each one. Let's have its own day. Okay. (laughs) No need to spoil it. Um, Yeah, so we go in um, Thanksgiving Eve and like set everything up. And then so I don't get to travel for Thanksgiving. I don't get to go Mm -hmm. home, you know. Um, so I've just spent it uh, alone at my at my house, which I know sounds sad, okay? <laughs> but actually, I get to be alone uh-huh. and cook for myself, and you know, watch silly movies or do whatever I want to do. Yeah. you know. So it's actually a great day. It
0: sounds kind of nice. <laughs> I do two Thanksgivings a day every Thanksgiving, oh which is in some ways great, mm-hmm. but in other ways. Really hard. <laughs> I, yeah, I can like, imagine that. Ca- very overwhelming on many levels. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So it's nice I just get to stay home and, um, and also like Thanksgiving. I feel like we all, you know, gr- grew up with our own traditions and, um, mm-hmm. and the way foods are prepared too. Mm-hmm. So, in the you know for in the past when I've like gone to other Thanksgivings, it's it's always nice and like to be welcome to anyone's home is you know so great and you know you're so grateful for that and mm-hmm. tis the season um but it's also not like the homey food the comfort food that you, you know and you the grew up flavors. with always yeah. yeah and so when i get to do my thanksgiving at home i get to make everything the way that i want it like mm-hmm. putting you know too many sticks of butter in with your mashed potatoes and Mm, just gonna I'm just gonna whip the hell out of them like Uh generally I like chunky mashed potatoes but on Thanksgiving I like them whipped because that's how we had them when I was little Mm -hmm. and then you know making my own little biscuits Mm -hmm. and then sometimes I make miniature biscuits with a thimble (laughs) just because they're so cute (laughs) like and you have all the dough there you're like I want to make miniature biscuits as well that's so cute yeah, they're great. And they're just like, do you hanging put anything
0: on them or do you just pop them?
1: No, I just like, or sometimes I just you know, let them sit around. You just they're put just them on a little see. plate. You make for... a little scene. <laughs> I mean, I have other like miniature things. And they're just, they're just so cute. <laughs> and those are things you can do when you're alone making your Thanksgiving dinner. But I... yeah, I'll always make, you know, Um, I'll go buy – oh, this is why we were talking about vegetarianism. It's Mm -hmm. because I won't make a turkey for myself or, like, a Cornish game. And I'll go get one of those – there's this great company field roast. Mm -hmm. um, And they make, like, artisanal vegan sausages and Uh things. And it's really great. It's out of – I want to say Seattle. I see a bit. It's delicious, and they make like a little um, holiday roast. So uh-huh. I'll go get I'll get that, and that's what I'll make for like.
0: Do you have to go to a seat. special store for that?
1: I just I go to the co op. I go to the oh, Baker yeah. Street co op, mm-hmm. and they have them there. Get it early because mm-hmm. you know I all the tennis. other vegans be
0: coming for it. That's
1: right. So yeah, I get that, and I make stuffing mm-hmm. and biscuits and mashed potatoes, and I'll usually make you know a green. I love broccoli. Mm-hmm. I usually make broccoli.
0: My favorite Thanksgiving was when my brother lived in New Orleans, and it was the first time he and his girlfriend wanted to um, host us mm-hmm. in, uh, in New Orleans for Thanksgiving. So I went down with my mom and my brother's girlfriend's mom, um, and uh, they got us a turducken. Mm, wow which is also artisanal. <laughs> <laughs> it is the um, the the grocery stores on there cuz it's like a Cajun thing. Mm-hmm. The, there's a turducken guy at the grocery store who oh, fashions wow. them. And you go to the you grocery to store and buy a turducken. No, I don't think you. Said. Oh, okay. I don't know. I didn't I wasn't there for the purchasing of the turducken, but I will say it's great. Very moist, very like flavorful and good. Mm -hmm. And it's in fact not just a turducken because it's stuffed with andouille sausage. Oh my gosh. So it's more like a turducken egg. Okay, can we go over the layers though? Turkey. Okay, turkey. And inside that is a duck. Duck. And inside that is a chicken. Chicken. And inside that is andouille sausage stuffing. Uh Andouille. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a real... It's a real event, <laughs> and so you
1: don't, and so you have stuffing so, separate.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess dressing would be separate. I'm sorry, but the dressing. The, the I feel like it's important. People don't maybe know how it works, but they sh- all the bones are removed, so it's that's, like a
1: that's ham. kind. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: like a ham. Like you, just, it's like a big thing that you slice. Right, right, right. I think you,
1: I have seen photos of it. Yeah, before
0: it's. Something I wasn't sure what it would be like, but mm-hmm. what it's like is very nice.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'll have to try this turducken
0: <laughs> now that you've been now corrupted. That I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, she went straight to turducken. <laughs> um, well, how I've always ended these interviews is by asking my guest, uh, if they have a favorite toast or blessing that they say before eating? Do you have, or that you that you say yourself or that you have heard other people say?
1: Call me what you will, just don't call me late for dinner. Mm. Um, no, that's actually oh, that's my best my friend, s- Emma's, that's uh-huh. what she would say. I first um, heard
0: that on Kermit and Pig, <laughs> <laughs> which is a, a play on MTB's Unplugged. It was a cassette tape I had growing up. Oh, that great.
1: <laughs> Um, Yeah, I thought about this today. I don't have anything specific that I'll say Mm -hmm. aloud. Um, But before a meal, I always love to... I do love to thank the person that made it. Mm -hmm. Because it's... uh, You know, that's just... It's like you're experiencing everything with them. So I love to um, yeah, thank the person that made the meal. And also just think about where everything came from um, usually we I mean I'm like pretty spoiled right now where we grow a lot of things in our garden or we buy them locally um, and so it's always fun to be like oh this meals from like these like five miles around us or mm-hmm. like you know 20 miles around us um, um, and that's always um, I don't know it's just the I love the connection to the food and the people that have touched it and, Mm -hmm. you know, that you're experiencing it with um, and just being grateful for that um, and that presence.
0: That is why, I mean, I didn't know that, that that was what you like to say, but that is why you're a perfect co-host for this podcast because that's what I like to say is thank you. And that's the little, little, secret, not secret, but the little tagline I snuck into our like like check out our our um what are they Instagram and Twitter that's what they're called, but like check out this blah 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 blah, and like until next time, eat what you like and say thank you. That's what I said because that's what I like to think yeah. before I eat, yeah. so match made in heaven, <laughs> so Uh, Speaking of how we're a match made in heaven and you're going to be my co-host, you're going to be my co-host. We're going to change it up and have fun conversations every week. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to pick topics like meat. (laughs) Most of the topics probably won't be food itself, but I do want to hear why you stopped being vegetarian if you'd like to share it. Oh, yeah. Um, But we'll pick topics and get into them with food and get into them in general. Um, and enjoy each other. And, like we do. You know, we're delightful. That's true. Um, and then we're also going to play around with uh, some different segments mm-hmm. at the end. Like, oh, this came up earlier. Uh, romaine Mane Calm. calm. <laughs> which is where we talk about things that we cannot remain calm about. Cannot! <laughs> Refuse. Ugh. Refuse. Refuse which is kind of what romaine is anyway um sorry a little shade at romaine lettuce but what i i don't even yeah, n- yeah. know Get what i'm it, talking Amy. about i know with acai bowls acai, acai acai i don't know <laughs> they are it's a power fruit it's yeah. a berry and it's blue this is what i know mm-hmm. but i know that they blend them
1: with yeah. some other stuff uh-huh. and
0: they put them in Pretty bowls tart. And yeah. then they put other stuff on top of it, like granola and sliced mm-hmm. other fruit and chia seeds. and yeah, other. Yeah, it'll
1: definitely be with its friends, granola and chia
0: seeds. <laughs> and, and flax. For sure. Never forget its friend flax. It can't. Um can't. But I've seen pictures, like on Instagram, people, the reason it's put into a bowl is so you can artfully arrange these things on top of it and take a picture of it. And now there are restaurants that serve this. But what it is, is a smoothie.
1: And why mm. would you put
0: a smoothie in a in a bowl? I
1: don't Who know. Who is asking
0: to eat a smoothie wait, with is, a spoon?
1: Wait, this is a thing where people d- arrange There's, it so you can take a,
0: a photo of it? Well, it's a it's a it's a smoothie in a bowl. Okay. And the only way I've interacted with it right. is seeing a a photograph.
1: Yeah, because so I why? assume that's why it exists.
0: <laughs> that is um, Because why else? Why else would you put the smoothie in the bowl? I guess it's so you can top it. Like yogurt, okay. you can top okay. it. Yeah. But
1: do you want you that? You still do like a parfait.
0: Yeah. Chia exactly. A, a parfait. It already exists in its perfect form. That's right. Which is layers. Yeah. With its friends, mm-hmm. granola, chia, and, <laughs> chia and flax. flax. Um, but I, I don't understand the bowl. I don't understand why you can't just have granola, like granola by itself, in a smoothie. I don't, I don't, I don't know why you don't, you aren't just eating blueberries. I don't really understand what a society is, obviously, because I can't say it. No, no shade on the fruit, whatever. Fruit is, fruit is fruit. Fruit didn't do anything wrong. But the people who found it and decided it was special did. Yeah. And it's probably Women's Health Magazine or Mother Earth, more likely.
1: What about my favorite Easter candy? Uh huh. Mini eggs. Yeah. They are delicious. Uh huh. They have a beautiful, crunchy little sugar coating on the outside. Uh huh. Which opens into a world of soft, smooth milk chocolate. Uh huh. What more could you want? And they
0: come in the little cartons.
1: And they, oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I've said, no,
0: no. okay. I like it when things are quaint.
1: I think that those, are those the malty ones?
0: I think I had some gum that came in the, the yeah, little Yeah, the, the gum. Yeah, mm-hmm. they
1: kind of look like mini eggs, but mm-hmm. they are not.
0: Okay, they are and the, miniature the flavor, eggs.
1: Sway, it, the flavor goes fast in the, those gums.
0: That's true. It's a hard, it's a hard gum. Yeah, it's but an unkind You're right. It is gum. cute. They
1: come in the egg crates, and like we've said before, I love miniature things, and so yes, very quaint, but
0: okay. not great. Okay, but so far, what are you... Th- remaining calm about
1: basically anything that looks like a mini egg and it's not oh there's the gum Uh then there's also the malt ball i hate malt balls and the packaging is like kind of similar because Uh the minis are in this beautiful you know lovely purple Uh like royal purple Uh packaging just something that screams luxury (laughs) on easter
0: (laughs) what is easter about it's not glamour and luxury
1: It's in my basket, but these are like the malt ones. Uh,
0: No malt is disgusting. It's powdered milk, isn't it? What is it? I don't know. And that's part of it. I don't mind
1: malt so much as like I wish it wasn't trying to look like the mini eggs because I just remember being younger and I was always you know like very specific. Like to my mom, like, I want the mini eggs. And then they'd be out and she'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, but I got you these. And I was like, no, no.
0: That's not that's it. It's like
1: getting me the dark chocolate orange that's for like Christmas. like getting it's non not jelly fly. belly
0: jelly beans. Don't. Don't. There's one brand of jelly beans. Sometimes Starbursts are acceptable, Sometimes but that's. Those are okay. That's, that's, that's the, the only bellies. exception. Anything that isn't a mini egg, but looks like but one. But looks like
1: one. And yeah. all
0: Akai s- ar- k- bowls. And all the Akai. The that flax. can can go where the romaine lettuce goes, which is in the friggin' compost. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, as we move forward with the podcast, we're going to be uh, doing some fun new segments. Um, and an example of this is who, who you cooking cookin dinner, dinner for, where we talk about um, th- who what we're liking in the world and what we're excited about and what we would like to cook a nice dinner for. Yeah. Um so, uh Whitney, who are you cooking dinner for?
1: Well, Amy, this week I'm cooking dinner for Mr. McGregor. Of Mr. McGregor's Garden. That's right, from Peter Rabbit. From Peter
0: Rabbit. Yes. Now you mean original Beatrix Potter, Peter Rabbit, and not the new weird movie with you and McGregor. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, it's a sad turn well then let's not take that one <laughs> okay yeah
1: i'm talking about beatrix potter yeah oh mm-hmm. wonderful
0: uh what about mr mcgregor and he had the carrots right that peter was always getting yeah, into he
1: had the garden uh-huh. and recently what i've realized as an older person with their own garden is you I are always, so
0: elderly
1: <laughs> i always, <laughs> older than i was when i was reading beatrix, beatrix potter,
0: potter. Uh huh.
1: and also older than you
0: okay a little bit. A little bit. A
1: little bit. Um, but with my garden, realizing that I always looked at Mr. McGregor as this mean, Crotchety. character, Yeah.
0: And always so terrible. Getting in the way. You know what? It's I... not you and McGregor. It's Dom <laughs> Nall Gleason. <laughs> Sorry. I was just want gonna... to. Don't That's at right. me. I won't. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Yes, we all, all do our do Twitter that. trolls. <laughs> I don't Watch know who's <laughs> getting mad at this podcast. But anyway, I didn't mean to bring it back no, to that no, place.
1: Uh, yeah, just realizing that I was like, it was so mean and terrible. I'm like, oh, well, Peter's just you know trying to get a snack. Mm-hmm. But now I'm older and I'm like, I don't want those rabbits in my garden. But they're so cute. I don't care. I mm-hmm. empathize with Mr. McGregor. Mm-hmm. And
0: You yeah. want him to have his fresh produce. I want him
1: to have his fresh produce. And he's just. Trying to make dinner for himself, mm-hmm. and his family,
0: and you would make him dinner, so he and doesn't I have to be so angry all garden. the time. Exactly. Oh, that's who I'm cooking dinner for. Also,
1: quick tidbit I just found out from my um, mm-hmm. farmer's almanac calendar: Ooh. a way to keep rabbits away from your garden uh-huh. is to keep shavings of soap in oh. little fabric sacks around your garden. They it's don't like, like the smell. A small
0: sachet, a particular scent. I
1: don't know. I guess just. I, mean, I would go old-fashioned
0: or mm. or homemade, given it's a farmer's almanac. Mm, yeah. Like a, not like a lie. <laughs> Just go <get> real, <laughs> real gross with it and get a lye soap. Oh. Uh, like burns when you use it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And keep those rabbits, those keep pesky rabbits, rabbits away. bay.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Amy, mm-hmm. uh-huh. who you cooking
0: dinner for? Who am I cooking dinner for? I'm cooking dinner for Trader Joe's, specifically, because you know they have their own little brands of everything. Yeah, and their little and all of their own stuff. And I never go there because it's always busy and crazy. And mm-hmm. I tried to get a job there once, and I felt like the guy was snarky to me, and I was upset about it because hmm. I told him I was making a grape pie, and he acted like that was stupid and absurd. And I was like, it's a muscadine grape pie. And it's great, and you need to, like, admire that I'm an an innovative food user yeah. and not, I don't know. And then I I did not get hired, even though, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) I'm getting distracted by why I'm mad at Trader (laughs) Joe's. And instead of talking about why Mm. I'm so happy about Trader Joe's, which is that I went there yesterday on a whim because I needed some half and half. And it was there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'll see what else they have. Because they always have weird little Trader Joe's goodies.
1: They do. And they I got do. some
0: yes. raspberry cream ice cream bars that Ooh. are just like little like three inch ice cream bars mm. that don't even have a stick in little them. Little poppers. Just pop them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little ice cream poppers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> uh, and, I, and I got some other stuff. That wine. I needed. Well, that's the thing. I was thinking about getting wine, but then I went down um the aisle where the wine was and they had these little four packs of soda, like um like spritzery soda, not super sweet soda. Mm-hmm. And those like Trader Joe Laquase. Base like little mixers. Mm. Like in those like tall elegant mixer cans, mm-hmm. and they had a strawberry rhubarb soda. Oh,
1: shut your mouth! <laughs> my <laughs> gosh! And Ugh.
0: so I got myself a four pack of strawberry rhubarb soda. I went home and made myself a butternut squash pasta sauce with, and made butternut squash p- pasta with pancetta and pine oh, nuts and my. parmesan, and made myself a strawberry rhubarb whiskey cocktail. <gasps> And I felt so springtime. Oh my god, the sweet grown lady living my life, but
1: like a little effervescence to cut it with a little acid. Oh yeah, that sounds like a great pairing.
0: It just needed like a lime wedge, Mm. and I didn't have one. But next time, Um, and it felt like I was, you know, just ringing in spring, ringing in spring. As you do. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm cooking, and I would invite Trader Joe's to ha- join me for the exact same dinner because I made a bunch of butternut what but a what squash? what squash? Yeah, <laughs> uh, sauce, and and I can make it all again. Oh, great! Um, Relive that. Mm-hmm. Just Get that a language. moment of actualization. Yeah. <laughs> So that's another, that's a, that's a segment we, that we might do sometimes, uh, among other fun little segments. The segment, I'm saying segment a lot. segments <laughs> um, And uh, yeah, we're gonna, it's gonna be a fun thing to try out all the different uh, new stuff we might do as we switch up the podcast and experiment with what makes us laugh. And and feel self actualized. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Clarified butter is produced by Ashley Melzer and Jess Bowers. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at clarifiedb, or go to our website clarifiedbuttershow.com. Until next time, invite your friends over for dinner.